is a time of giving. This is a time of great joy in Christendom. Uh, and yet, as I look at the little ones, I think about uh, the conflict that exists this night. Do we have presents opened on Christmas Eve? Do we have presents opened on Christmas Day? And the great turmoil that rakes through so many houses across this nation. And I think about this babe born 2,000 years ago in a land of strife this day. And understanding that he is the consummation of a gift from God to you and I for eternal redemption. And what he has given us, I think about our spiritual gifts, that every child of God is supernatural enabling. I think about the bride of Christ, uh, this precious, glorious bride given to the Son of God. And what a blessing she is to, to the human race. And what a privilege it is for you and I to be in that uh, living organism, the incarnate flesh of Jesus Christ. I think about the gift of his written word, holy and pure, able to literally perfect the soul of man. And I can go on and on. But I want to think about a gift that we sometimes forget. Uh, Earl mentioned it in his text this day. Uh, we sang it. And it is, he is peace. And I want to start in uh, John's gospel. The 16th chapter, the 33rd verse says this, this. These things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation. But take courage. I have overcome the world. Too many times we forget why this child was born to redeem that that was lost. This child was born to set you and I free from our sin. But in that process, he offers something that I see the world as long as I've known it and as long as I have been alive. And, and as much I love history and as much as I look at history, it has been chased and pursued and man chases peace. In Colossians chapter 1 verse 20, the apostle Paul understood completely that he has made peace between man and God. This man, Jesus. And yet I believe that even this night, even in this group, there are those who would say that peace is a little bit hard to find, a little frantic. I started my Christmas shopping yesterday and finished it yesterday. <laughs> I, stepped, I stepped right into the mall and said, this is nuts. I quit and left. <laughs> and I said, I don't need no part of that. What is it? What is peace? Well, is it a sense of calm, a sense of tranquility? Is it a settled quietness? Is it, is it that thing that comes when you believe that all is well? If you've got all your Christmas shopping done and dad doesn't have to build anything tonight, I'm at peace. 
It's an attitude of calm. Everything is the way I like it. And we would probably all agree that that would fall into it, and I would sadly have to bring to your attention that that is the worldly definition of peace. Frankly, calm feelings, a quietness, a settledness, a calm attitude can be done with a pill. It can be done with alcohol. It can be produced by a lie. Uh, You can even get it produced by a nap. Or you may have an old uncle who dies and leaves you a fortune. And you would have that peace. Perhaps it's just the reassurance of a friend. Jesus spoke these words in the upper room the night of his arrest and execution, his murder. That is not what Jesus had in mind. The peace that Jesus offers this night has nothing to do with human beings. It has nothing to do with human circumstances, and it has nothing that any human can even produce. The peace the world experiences, and the world chases, the world pursues, is very easily destroyed, and it rarely lasts very long at all. It is lost or it is destroyed by many things, by failure, by doubt, by fear, by difficulty, anxiety, perhaps the anxiety out of a love of something, a violated relationship, guilt, shame, distress, rejection, sorrow, fear of being overpowered or defeated, anxiety about being wronged, anxiety about making bad decisions, anticipation about being mistreated, being mistreated, being victimized by someone, peace shattered by something unknown, unexpected. It can be lost by bitterness. It can be lost by anger. It can be lost by pride. It can be lost by vengeance. Anything that challenges the place that I'm in can cause me to lose my peace. Your position your possessions, your security. Peace that most of you and I have sought in our lives is extraordinarily fragile. And you know what's tragic about that? It's all part of daily life. We have these reality shows. What I just described to you is real life. So as life deals out its normal doses... It robs us of our peace. It's a human peace. It's a very fragile peace. And yet, this baby born in Bethlehem is called the Prince of Peace. Paul, ending his letter to the Thessalonian church, who literally were in such utter persecution that they believed that they were in the day of the Lord, which is Christ's judgment. And he had to kind of explain to him that that's not what's happening. He concludes with these words in the Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 16. Now may the Lord of peace himself continually grant you peace in every circumstance. 
The Lord be with you all. It is a divine peace. And it's a free peace. I love this word. I'll be honest with you in my studies of scriptures. I've always really neglected the conclusion of letters. Because there was so much meat and potatoes in the letter that by the time you get done, it says goodbye to all them weird pronounced names you think. Who cares? But when I read this, and it says, the Lord of peace. That's an amazing phrase in the original language. It is he who rules peace. Give you peace himself. He's not going to send an angel to give you peace. He's not going to send an apostle to give you peace. He's not going to send a pastor to give you peace. He's not going to send a saint to give you peace. He himself gives you peace. It's a deep down soul peace. It is a spiritual peace. It is a peace that nothing in creation can touch. It's deep down peace. It is an attitude of your heart. It is an attitude of our mind. And it is a calm confidence that believes and knows that all is well between our eternal soul and he who knit us in our mother's womb. That's the peace that the God of peace offered by the birth of one infant in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago. It is knowing that everything is right between ourselves and our creator. And there's nothing can interrupt that. It's a deep down peace to the fiber of your bones, to the marrow of your bones, to your soul. And you know what? It has nothing to do with what anybody says to you. It has nothing to do with what anybody does to you and it, or will do to you. And it has nothing to do with any circumstance in your life whatsoever. It is between a fallen man and a holy God. And the God of peace comes and dwells with you. That is already offered, brothers and sisters. All the things, the iPods, the B pods, the big screen TVs, the little screen TVs, the whatever else is out there today. And we will be chasing them. And yet the Lord of peace himself, it's personal. He rules peace and he gives peace. And you know what? In every circumstance. Do you understand that's the celebration of this night, this holiday? We really need to go back to that. We really need that. We have a frantic lives. We have the world hammering us from every direction. And yet the Lord of peace himself give you peace in every circumstance. 
my prayer this night is that's the gift that every single one of you get. The Lord of peace himself give you peace in every circumstance. If you would please join with me in prayer. Lord of peace, my brother shows me that this is a promise. Father, we come to the throne room of creation. and We praise you for this promise. Father, a little baby in a manger, completely defenseless, incarnate deity to give wretched men peace. Father, may we who are here this night rejoice in the power of the Almighty. Father, may we who are here this night know with a deep, deep soul confidence we are at peace with you. We have no guilt. We have no shame. We are children of the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Father, we sing the praises to you and you alone. It is to your glory. It is to your praise. Father, I praise you for this time. Father, I praise you for these precious souls. Father, I praise you for the breath that you give us. Father, I praise you for your peace overwhelming. May we go from this place and walk in the peace of the supernatural King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, He who rules peace. Thank you. In Christ and Christ alone. Amen.